Hello, welcome to a new podcast called Stick to Sports. Uh, my name is Ryan Lambert. I am a hockey writer for Yahoo, and joining me this week is Sean Gentilly. I uh, write about a lot of things for Sporting News. You know, I don't know. I don't know I don't... why I said this week because you will be joining <laughs> yeah, me presumably I... every week. You have. Like you have plans for the future that don't involve me. I guess yeah. that's fine. That's fine. I'm just, I'm just, you're a placeholder to like yeah. shop this. You're just around waiting. Me. You're just waiting for Lozo to free up some time or something. Yeah. Oh shit! This is going poorly already. <laughs> <laughs> no. All right. Edit all that out. Um, yeah. So it's called stick to sports because we're gonna try to do that, but I think probably not do that very well Um, i think that's that's like the first difference between you and i is i have no interest in in trying to do that at all if if this was i mean we were talking earlier if this was a podcast about you know baseball caps and you know candy bars i'd be i'd be pretty happy i have a lot of thoughts about candy bars actually because uh because it's like post easter yeah and you can go to the supermarket and like get a giant thing of Reese's peanut butter cups for eight cents now. Yeah. And I did that and I ate, I don't know, like it was probably the size of like four Reese's peanut butter cups put together and I ate a giant egg of it. Yeah. In, you know, five seconds. Was it one of like the nine ninety five, like enormous Reese's eggs? Yes. I, I paid a buck twenty five for it. Oh, that's a great deal. It, yeah, you're telling me. Um, but I immediately felt horrible about myself, as you might imagine. Yeah, we're just going to have 45 more minutes of this, too, by the way. <laughs> yeah, this is this is the show. Um, and I also got the Cadbury mini eggs for, like, a buck twenty-five too. Those are, like, in the non-Reese's division. I feel like those are the, the champion of, uh, of seasonal candy. Oh, yeah, for sure. Because I mean, you have to, you, like, it, it'd be really easy to say Reese's eggs are great and Reese's hearts are great and Reese's, you know, Christmas trees and what have you are, are great, but you know, that gets old after a while. So yeah, the Cadbury mini eggs, man, those are, those are where it's at. Why does anybody eat Cadbury cream eggs when the mini egg is an option? I, I don't, I mean, I'm all about quantity over quality a lot of the time. (laughs) (laughs) And like you have one Cadbury standard regular sized egg and you're, you're good to go. But man, the, the, the mini ones you can, I could put down, I could put down a couple bags of those pretty pretty easily. Yeah, yeah, they're they're like good M and M's. What's the implication that M and M's are bad? They're not great. Mm-hmm. Like plain M and M's. Who's sitting there eating that? I don't know if I agree with that. Well, I Pe- mean, like, look, peanut butter M and M's. We all agree they're phenomenal. <laughs> no, nobody's disputing that. I'll even go so far as to say the pretzel ones are great. Yeah. And maybe even the ones with the Rice Krispie in the middle. Did they make those still? I thought there was some sort of overlap there. That that I do not know. Whatever. Yeah. We're off track already. This is great. Or are we on it? (laughs) Mm. (laughs) Thought-provoking. Thank you. (laughs) So, um, sports. I I I guess a thing we can talk about is... The reason we know each other is, of course, that you used to be the hockey writer 
for the sporting news and then graduated to not having to deal with this <laughs> bullshit sport. Uh, I don't like to think of it that way, but yes, that is, that is what happened. It's a hundred percent accurate. Yeah. <laughs> um, but so the, the big thing in, in hockey right now, obviously is, is the awards debate that goes on in the, you know, first two weeks of April every year. Cause Ballots are coming due and all that kind of stuff. And this year, like every other year, people are screaming about him. Why? About Eric Carlson? About like... Oh, about about the ballots in general. (laughs) It's because of Eric Carlson. I I think you're probably right about that. It's amazing to me that... uh, that like the the MVP is such an afterthought right now. The, the the heart is barely even a discussion point, and I and I think it's as open as it's been the last the last few years, which which is funny and also speaks to you know how much the Carlson Dowdy you know discussion has has dominated things. It's it's pretty it's pretty hilarious. Well, I think the the issue with the heart is that you know you score 100 points when the next closest guy has 85 or whatever and i feel like everybody's just like yeah give it to patrick kane um and there are and there are people who have um let's say moral objections to giving it to patrick kane right uh but you know i i think that on the ice he certainly earned it um Especially as the as the rest of his team has yeah, kind of I, turned I into a shithole. No, I know. I, I agree with you and you know, I, I have a vote this year and I've had Ooh, a vote excuse me. No, I've I've had a vote the last the last few years, so you know, I, I have had <laughs> some say in, in the ongoing, you know, debate slash train wreck that, that uh that award voting can become. And yeah, I mean I I I'm gonna vote for Kane. But I, I think you know, I, I don't think I'm alone in saying that I would I would love to vote for somebody else. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and I think I think you can you know, there are a few guys, uh Henrik Lundqvist, for example, um, even Eric Carlson, you can say, you know, should be in the conversation but probably right. won't be. Right. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's one of those things where Leaving aside everything that happened over the summer, which is obviously very difficult to do, I, I can see where a lot of uh, a lot of voters would just be like, "I, I think, don't, I don't know why we're having this discussion at all." I think people who don't want to vote for Patrick Kane can just blame their <laughs> their plight on Mike Johnston. Like that's that's another another uh, an, another issue that the the Mike Johnston hump created. Yeah. You know, because sure. if he's if he's not around, you got to figure that that Crosby doesn't doesn't uh, doesn't have those two lost months at, at the start of the season, and then Crosby wins the scoring title, and then everybody can vote for him and feel not great feel, about themselves. Yeah, right. Yeah. Not feel and not feel scuzzy for 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 voting for Kane, but you know, as as it stands, Crosby lost October, November, and December essentially, and uh, you know, here here we are. So yeah, I mean. It's 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 going to be Kane. It's it's tough to imagine anything else, but you know that as a discussion point has disappeared, and it's because of Carlson yeah. and, and and Dowdy and you know the ongoing uh, just really really tiring 
debate that <laughs> no shit in year five or eight or 20 of it and it's just it's just never gonna end well okay two things one i want to make a, a funny note here that i briefly forgot who mike johnston was when you said that i know i could tell that was great because because you were you were silent i mean i i think a lot of people have though it's crazy that feels like it happened a million years several ago. several years ago and, yeah. I, and i i think that speaks to uh how nondescript you know his time with the team was and and uh you know, how, how good they've been since, since they fired him, you know, he's been essentially forgotten and there's good reason for that. They were, they were a very, very mediocre hockey team and now uh, they're really good. And now they're really, really good. Yeah, yeah. And I feel like that's just kind of a thing for a second with him. Like, cause I was talking to someone around the time they fired him mm-hmm. and I was like, well, you know, they missed the playoffs last year, blah, blah, blah. And so, and they were like, no, they didn't. No, they didn't. And I, I was like, oh, yeah, that's true. And they, didn't, and they didn't just not miss the playoffs either. That's funny. I, I was talking to somebody about this literally this morning. You know, it, yeah, it was, it was close. It wasn't like they ran away with a division or anything. But, you know, they won a lot of games last year with him. And it was really, really easy to forget. And I think part of that, you know, part of that, wasn't really his fault. I, I think the way their the way their defense was was put together at the start of the season, you know, set him up for something terrible. But he he couldn't he couldn't adjust to, you know, the the personnel that that they had. And then you throw in the fact that you know he's a he's a really quiet, reserved guy who who doesn't draw much attention to himself. And you know, the end result is yeah, it's a pretty pretty forgettable year and a half for for him and, and that franchise really. Well, that's the thing is like. You want to talk about in the same way that uh, the Senators are indisputably wasting the prime of Eric Carlson's career. Mm-hmm. Boy, the Penguins really have done that with Crosby and Malkin. Oh, for sure. To it's like been an a, embarrassing extent. You know, it's been a mix of, you know, it started out with the injuries. And then from there, it turned into them just having way, way, way too much money tied up, not just in the stars, but in in uh, in, in some pretty mediocre uh, second and third tier guys, and now it's like it's like magic. You know, they they have guys on entry level deals coming up, and, and cheap twenty two, twenty three year old players contributing in a really meaningful way on the third and fourth line. And it's like it's you know people are I don't know if they're surprised by it or what, but that's I think what that's it, a fair cat, uh, characterization is to say that they're surprisingly good now. Yeah, because I don't think people anticipated that guys like you know Connor Sheary and Brian Rust and you know earlier in the season Scott Wilson and Tom Kuhnhockel and all these guys like they 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 haven't just been replacement level players they've been pretty good and and produce in a pretty meaningful way and they've been really cheap and that in that turn, helps that helps oh it, a lot. oh it's enormous because it because if you have to say those guys are are no good they have to go out and trade for you know, let's just say it's Daniel Winnick because they went out and got him the year before, you know, that's now you're plugging in a a million and a half dollar player player in the place of a guy who theoretically would cost, you know, 575 grand. And then you can't go and get Trevor Daly and you can't go and get Justin Schultz. And while those guys are are far from perfect players, you know, they were also better than, than what they were throwing out there on, on defense before. So, so you can, you know, have some money to go get Justin Schultz and play him on, on the third pairing and put him out there on the power play and use him in the right way. And, and all of a sudden, you know, if he's not a difference maker, he's, he's certainly, 
he's certainly better better than the alternative, and that's directly because they because they they have these guys that that are contributing uh con- contributing out of the AHL, and they had none of that though, for the past several years, and and to me that's the biggest culprit of all for you know if you want to talk about wasting you know Crosby and Malkin, that's that's reason number one. Absolutely, yeah, and you know, um, like I said, the the thing about the senators are just such a disaster and they're wasting what the best defensive performance by a single player in 20 years. Yeah. Seems like it. I mean, I, I, that's, I had a talk with, with another person with a ballot earlier today. And I, I think that gets lost on people who don't, uh, who, who, you know, whatever don't want, not that I watch the senators a lot, but what, you know, People have other jobs, and it, it's t- it's tough to stay on top of every single team. I don't think people realize how bad the Senators are, and and I and I think that that's a strike against Eric Carlson that it, that he that he doesn't deserve because they've been so sort of like run of the mill, uh, you know, playoff edge team for the last however many years, and they are not that this year. They are very very bad, and and I I think if I I think if people understood that more than than they would you know, cut Carlson a, a little bit more slack if that is, if, if they're not doing that already. Yeah. And, you know, to the extent that people don't want to vote for him again, I think, you know, there are a couple issues, obviously he doesn't play defense, doesn't kill penalties, whatever. Um, but more, I think people are just sick of voting for Eric Carlson. Yeah, I, this is I, this would be what his third Norris by the time he's twenty six years old. Yeah, and and I think you know in a weird way, I'm not going to say it's a positive thing because you know he's having an historic season and, and deserves to be rewarded for it. But I I get at least one part of the mindset, and it's you don't want to default and vote for the leading point getter among defensemen every, sure. every every year. That's fine. That's that's an that's an admirable you know, kind of tact to take into uh, consideration when, whenever you're trying to decide who to vote for. But sometimes the guy who has the most points is, is the best period. Yeah. It's just that it is. And, and that's, and that's the way it is this year. And that's the way it's been in the past. Like it's not, it's not anything to hold against the guy. Yes. You should consider other things, but you know, you shouldn't, you shouldn't, you shouldn't overthink it. And, and I think, you know, in, in this case, I, I, I think, uh, I think you can say a lot of people are doing that. Yeah, and, and you know Bob McKenzie did that thing where he polled all the uh, GMs, or not all of them, but many of the GMs earlier this week, and said, you know, who would you vote for? And they overwhelmingly picked Doughty. And then a bunch of them were talking like, you know, he he was he was dying or something, and they felt like they needed to give him a lifetime achievement award. Yeah, um, yeah, I. It, it... It, it, does, it doesn't make sense to me. He's not, you know, this is this is like Marty Scorsese winning for The Departed, but being up against Citizen Kane. I mean, pretty much. I, I <laughs> don't. And look, Dowdy's a great player, but I, but he's also of a cop. He is. Yeah. I mean, obviously, that's not one. That's not the argument that anybody's making. Nobody, nobody's saying he's anything other than, or you know, thoughtful people aren't saying he's anything other than you know a top-notch defenseman, but. He's not having one of his best seasons. A, he's going against a guy who's, as we've said a couple times, is historically good right now, and uh, and I also think that people have trouble divorcing playoff Drew Doughty and Olympic Drew Doughty from 
like pedestrian regular season Drew Doughty, at least as far as he's concerned. Like, yeah, he's, he's, he's got he's this, having, you know, maybe his this, third best season right. right now. He's got this great body of work and he's a fantastic player, but you know, we're voting on, we're voting on one season on one regular season. We're not voting on, you know, the last four in aggregate, whenever you talk about the regular, regular season in the playoffs and the Olympics and, and whatever else, this is about the 82 games that are, you know, of, of the 82 game schedule that's about to finish up. And, you know, based on that, it's, it's Carlson. And I, and I sort of struggle with how anybody could, could vote differently. Yeah, you know what it it kind of reminds me of too is, you know, people kind of weirdly hate when good players in in hockey, but in other sports as well, when good players are like too good. Oh, for sure. I don't know what that is because, like, I watched that Warriors Spurs game last night, and people were losing their minds over how good Steph Curry is, and he didn't even have like a particularly great game. I think he finished with like eighteen points or something. Mm-hmm. Um, but in basketball, you know, he's the first, he's the first like best player in the league in a while that people weren't like, oh, he's such a piece of shit. I hate that guy. Yeah. And there's still any, even so I, Adi Joseph, who, who I work with at Sporting News, he wrote something really good about Curry, uh, a couple months ago, just kind of tracking the pushback against him, you know, cause it, it has existed to yeah. an extent. And if, and if, if you're a serious NBA fan or whatever, uh, there's not a lot of pushback to be made. And, and uh, a big thing in the NBA that this past season, and you know, it seems like it's always Scottie Pippen, really. But it's 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 been Oscar Robertson too. It's been a lot of like historic guys who say like, you know, our teams would essentially sweep the Warriors or whatever. And it's I think it's a mix of a lot of things. I, I think people are, you know, you get bored talking about how how great a single player is yes and then so there is that sort of natural kind of contrarianism that that that, that runs within people and then i think it's it's uh whether it's latent or not i i think it's jealousy to to an extent sure. where you know whether you're talking about older players or, or other guys in the league or 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 whatever there is there's saltiness there that you know that i think comes into play yeah and you know i i really do hope that uh the warriors end up beating the the Bulls record for wins in a season um because I just I don't see where they you know lose two more games in the what four they have remaining or whatever and I would hate for them to tie that record because the amount of shit we're gonna have to hear about it it's it's funny it's funny that like Everybody all season long, and this is that's just this is the nature of trying to win seventy three out of eighty two games. You know, if you have one lull, you're done. Yep. If 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 you have a bad week, you're off track, and then and then it's over with. And that really hasn't happened. Yeah, they lost them. two of their last three, but other until, than that, right like, until until this until this past week, and then they lose to the Timberwolves at home, and and the Celtics you know, at home too. Yeah, yeah, and so it seemed like the lull was coming, and they put themselves behind the eight ball because they you know they have. As of last night, they had four games left, two of which were against the Spurs, who were having a not maybe not historically great, but they've been awesome so far this season too. So, so you say, all right, you got to beat the Spurs twice in your last four games to 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 make it work. And this is after somehow giving themselves wiggle room over the last however many months, where they could afford to lose two out of three here, whatever yeah. it was, and still have a chance to to break that record. It speaks to how ridiculously good that that they were before this. 
Yeah, and you know, Steph Curry's gonna win the MVP. I don't think there's any question about that. No. Um and you know, I, I think the other thing with that too is that people are kind of mad that like he redefines what the game of basketball is to a certain extent. Like, yeah. um, you know, you hear about earlier this year, all these people were talking about, you know, he's, he's ruining it for kids who, you know, need to learn the fundamentals and stuff mm-hmm. like that. And it's like, I don't, I literally cannot understand that point of view. I just think that's proof. All. I like, to me, that's proof that, you know, we sl- we slag uh, you and I specifically, and, but a lot of other people that, you know, watch hockey as their primary thing or, or whatever, you know, I, I, I think we, uh, we, hockey does not have the market cornered on, on, uh, on, on tearing down their, their own great players. It's, yeah. it's it, it seems like they do sometimes and, and they're certainly the leader in that category, but you know, it happens across the board. You see, you see it with the reaction to Steph Curry. You see it with, uh, the the reaction in baseball to a lot of the Latino players and 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 Bryce Harper and and whatever these the, these guys who maybe do things a, a little bit differently than than uh, than than old school guys a or or younger guys who decide to carry that mantle or whatever uh, they they see things being done differently and there's just a natural pushback and you see it in every sport and I think we act like hockey has the market cornered and like I said I to an extent. You know that's true because I I think it's more prevalent there than in other sports, but it it happens everywhere, man. There's there's always there's always the fight of of traditionalists versus new school, and you see you see it every day in, in in every sport, really. Yeah, I mean, I just you know you 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 watch any Warriors game, and it doesn't matter. Like Steph Curry makes a three, and the place goes bananas. It doesn't matter home or away. People are just like so excited to see that yeah it's like a certain like i can't remember where the article i read was from but like people are showing up an hour and a half before games just to watch this guy take warm-up jumpers right and that's and and that's the difference like is that you know yes there are people slagging the warriors and yes there there are there's a minority that slags steph curry and whatever but at the end of the day, man, the the NBA the NBA knows how to sell that, and and they and they welcome that, uh, d- despite you know the the vocal minority, and they do it in a you know in my opinion, I th- I think it's bo- it's borderline fact. I I think they do that in a much 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 more effective way than 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 the NHL does. Yeah, I, and that's the thing. The NHL's like uh, rivalries, uh. whole teams are good blah 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 and then you know then when the playoffs roll around and nobody's watching the stanley cup final because there's only two out of 30 teams left and nobody cares Mm -hmm. about i don't know anche kopitar or whoever because he hasn't been marketed people are like well this doesn't make any sense why isn't it's a tough it's a tough situation for the league to be in really because they play in a league that just in a, they play a sport really that doesn't lend itself to uh, consistent game long individual greatness because you have you know the the best players on earth are are playing you know a third of each game right and and the game's built around chaos and you know it's t- it's tough to Sidney Crosby's not 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 going to have the puck on his stick 
you know, 95% of the time that, that he's in the game. Whereas if, if you watch basketball, man, it's, it's, it's possible and, and, and uh, preferred for, for a guy like Steph to, to take over games. So it, it's a fundamental difference, I, I think, in, in the style of play. But, man, they, they, don't, they don't make anything easier, easier for themselves either. No, they certainly don't. And I don't know. I, I, this is really like the second season where I've been trying to get more heavily into the NBA. Um, and I watch games and it's like, oh, the broadcasts are entertaining. They, they've nailed it. They've, yeah. They've nailed it. They, they've, the NBA controls Twitter in, in a way that, in a way that, that the NHL doesn't. So that's, that's another added sort of, uh, an, another added kind of element to it. And yeah, so, so you have, you know, a game that's, that's more built around individuals in, in a league that's, that's much better at selling itself. So the end result is, yeah, is, you know, if you're a casual fan, it's way, way, way easier to just parachute in uh, in April or May or whatever and, and say, yep, I'm going to watch the playoffs now and I'm really going to enjoy it because, you know, it's much more obvious when, when you're watching individual greatness because A, it exists and B, the league makes it very, very obvious. Yeah. Well, I think that might be it for sports opinions I have this week. <laughs> Yeah, I don't want to talk about sports anymore. Yeah, the, the, frankly, that was like 15 minutes, maybe even more than that, too much. Entirely too much. But I did, I don't understand, I didn't ask you to do this. Mm -hmm. uh, I, would ne I would never do this to somebody. You said, <laughs> you texted me earlier and you said, I'm listening to the new Weezer album to prepare for the show. I don't I... know what made you think that was a good idea. I had forgotten that it came out really and then, then just saw it and it did did the cursory listen that I do for every new Weezer album because it's my job as a 30 year as a 30 year old white man to yeah, sure to at least at least glance at it at, at every at every Weezer record and I don't know it's pretty good no it's not it great. couldn't be it could it, be pretty I, good it depends like what scale are you grading on it's certainly better than better than you know Red album slash Ratitude slash Hurley era. Well, what could be worse sure. than that? Like I, I don't know. I don't know that I, literally they, anything could be. They've succeeded in, in in setting a much lower bar. Like they are literally. I if you and I were to ever do, or if I were to ever do, uh, like a you talking you two to me style, like look back through a band's discography, it would be them. Like I've I know especially the first four records. I, I know them front frontwards and back and, and yeah, the, sure. the first couple were important enough to me to you know win me over for life so it's like i feel obligated to to listen to everything and i don't know man i i think the last two the one that came out in 2015 and in this one i i think they're fine i i think there there are issues there that you know were, were there before they're awful 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 at naming songs which <laughs> i thought was hilarious I don't know. I don't know what the names of the like. Listen, I haven't listened. Obviously, listen, this is this is the white album. And, and by the way, this is, you know, this is is as close to a return to like Pinkerton era as as they've had. Okay. Okay. It's, hold on. It's, hold on. Because th so this is the thing with Weezer. Every other I, album, now, right? But, but like, I well, this one's more like the blue album, and it's like at some point, I think I think the last time they tricked me with that was the red album. And I listened to it once, and I was yeah. like, 
I'm going, this is nothing like the thing any, I like. But there's but there's a couple songs in there that you know they have uh, the the first song has a triangle in it, so it sounds you know just stuff like that. They 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 brought back a lot of the falsetto stuff and. In certain songs, you know, there's echoes of, of other stuff. But my God, the the names of these songs, like it made me not want to listen to it. And Please it's a shame. Them down. I need it's, to hear and, these. And it's a shame. It's a shame because there's, you know, it's it, it's another ten song album, and probably half of them are good, and and a, and a few of them are, are are better than good. But uh, okay, so here here's here's the first ten songs. Number one, California Kids. Oh boy. Yeah. Two, wind in our sail. Not three, terrible. No, three, and people hate this song. I, I, I think it's, I think it's actually okay. Uh, it, I like the melody and I, I, I whatever. The, the lyrics are not good, and, and, and the title is, is terrible. It's called "Thank God for Girls." Oh, no, it's not. How could it be? It, it is. I, I, is it? I, just listen to the song. Seriously, it's it's no. fine. It's fine. It's fine if you can divorce yourself from the title and the lyrical content. So if I you can't literally do that, can't do that. If you can't do that. That's fine. But I found a way to make it happen, and uh, You're I've, a better I've man it. than I. So number three, again, thank God for girls. Number four is, girl, we got a good thing. Oh. Yeah. Pr- parentheses. Girl, we got a is is parenthetical, so I guess oh, I guess so like it's just thing on the set. List. No, 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 no. Uh, it's just good thing. Good thing. Okay. Yeah, I forgot. Good. <laughs> Girl, number, we got a thing. Number five is "Do You Want to Get High," Rips. which is the most Pinkerton aping song on on the on the album, and it's fine. Six, "King of the World." That's the single, if I'm not mistaken. I listened to like half of it. And decided I was all set with the rest of it. <laughs> Seven is Summer Elaine and Drunk Dory. <sighs> this is literally like painful to me right now. This is, and here's here's the worst one. And this is and this is the eighth track. And this is um this is also the worst juxtaposition of of song title and song because this sounds like this sounds like a blue album B side. This could be like. This sounds like it's like Suzanne or, or some other classic Weezer song like that in every other way. But the name of the song is L.A. Girls. And instead of an S, there's a Z. No, there's so not. No. L.A. Girls with a Z. Oh, good Lord. So if you're keeping track, we have girl in one song, girls in another, and girls with a Z in a third. And that's also our second reference to uh california in one way or another we, we are eight songs in God. <clears throat> nine is called jacked up which you know stupid it sounds it sounds stupid mm-hmm. and 10 and 10 and it's a pretty decent album closer is called endless bummer that's kind of clever i like that because mm-hmm. endless summer is a thing yes i get it and i think that's the best song title on the album. I, if these songs did not have titles, if it were just track one <laughs> and track two, and if they released like a Kendrick Lamar, like untitled and whatever, <laughs> I, I, I would like it. I would like it by an order of magnitude more than I actually do. But like, as, as it stands like, yeah, I, I don't blame, 
I don't blame you for not for not being able to get past it. This is a this is a this is a barrier for entry, and it's really really bad. It might be worth Rivers Cuomo's money to just give some some person with like a semblance of sense, like five grand to just sit there and say you can't call a song this. I and like I said, the the rest of the album is the rest of the album is good. I like the songs. The lyrics are uh, certainly better than than they have been over the last few albums, but. Oh brother, when I when when I saw that when I saw the track listing, I I uh I had to pause. <laughs> L A really L A girls with a Z. Have my, I told you? Have I told you? It's not my story. It's my friend's story. But the the story about the red album. No. Okay. So uh, around the time the red album came out, my friend's car was broken into. And you did tell me this. Okay. Go, go, go ahead. The the person that broke into the car took literally everything. Every cent that was in the cup holders, like every single penny, his jacket, like an empty uh an empty box of you know, that looked like it probably had something in it, but it didn't, that kind of thing. And he the, took he, he took he took garbage. He took literal <laughs> garbage out of my friend's car. But to be fair, left literal garbage because the only thing in the car remaining, untouched, was the red album on the passenger seat. I saw. I actually i I hung out with you on on this trip. Uh, eventually, but I when my my sister went to Boston University and graduated in uh, two thousand um, eleven, I guess, and this would have been when Ratitude came out, and we went and saw Weezer play uh play in Boston and again this is Ratitude era uh, just I was almost I, I I it was a great show they they played everything I wanted them to play but I was almost sad because because I was so torn because I was like I don't want to like anything about this because you know they just put out a record that you know has Lil Wayne on it and, and a Jack Russell Terrier jumping over a couch on the cover or whatever it was. Like I, I was so anti and man, I, I was almost sad that I had a good time, but you know, it was fine. Yeah. I went, I went to see them, uh, that, that following winter, I want to say they, they, um, they did a tour where one night they played the blue album and one night they played Pinkerton all the way through. Yeah. And that, was awesome, obviously. Mm-hmm. But the amazing thing about it to me was who seemed to be really into what they were pushing when they weren't playing those two records because they did like a, uh, a a greatest hits set from the other albums. Right. And the people who loved all the like post-green album stuff was like nine-year-old girls. That's fine. Like I like I don't have a problem with that. You know, whatever. Those I was guys, I was surprised though. Is the those point? Guys, I I so what so am I. I I don't know. I I can't imagine how the reaction to those albums could have, like how anybody could have cared about them other than guys like our age being like, oh no, this isn't. This is another bad <laughs> no, one. No, that, that's that's exactly what I would good. have thought too. I like Maladroit. I will I like I will stand by I will stand by Malandroid. I like it a lot. That's the fourth album after the Green album. Like I I've gotten into arguments about it. Like it's fine. I um a Weezer apologist maybe, but you know, I I think once you get into the red Ratitude, Hurley, like 
death spiral you know it's, yeah it, it's tough to it's tough to defend anymore yeah that was around the time hurley came out and i heard some of the hurley songs and i was embarrassed for them like they're up there they're like they're they're functional i think this is the the problem is that like they're functional uh you know pop rock songs in in some way or another but you know for a lot of people that's not that's not what that band was and that's not you know maybe maybe that's all they should have been but it but it's always tough to reconcile like how is how is uh how is the band that you know wrote tired of sex you know how 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 pork and beans yeah Yeah. how how did that happen and you know it's it's a constant issue but no i i think uh don't let your heroes get old sean that's true it's true no i i i like the white album and if and if you like early weezer i i I think i think it's it's not a bad it's not a it's not a bad listen just just don't just don't look at the song titles okay you know what i'm gonna i'm gonna try to listen to it tonight and i'll and i guess i'll report back at some point but uh, I am not hopeful. Yeah, I'm. I'm not hopeful for your reaction to this either. <laughs> but you know, whatever. Um, although but. I will say that, like, when it comes to things that, you know, I I didn't go in expecting to like. Uh, I didn't hate Batman versus Superman. So I still, I, how about I? I still haven't seen it. Like I, I was gonna see it. Yeah, uh, I think that's fine. I think you, I think that's not hurting you at all. Uh, yeah, I just don't. I'm really not a big comic books movie guy, and it's it's not. I don't have anything against them, but I'm not a completist as far as that's concerned. Yeah. And uh, you know, I, I see the ones that see the ones that uh, that that draw my attention and try to just avoid the other ones. And I uh, I it was too long. Like I I just didn't two and a half was, hours is a bit. Yeah, much for you. I just yeah. didn't. I just didn't. I just didn't want to do that. If, if it were two hours long, then then I totally would. And that's, and that's, you know, maybe hypocritical because you're talking about a half hour, you know, once you, once yeah, you, you don't get, have anything going on, let's, no, I don't, I don't, I, I've seen, and I, and I've seen much worse movies, I guarantee you, or, or, or certainly movies that I, that I would enjoy less in, in the theater. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's, it's tough to, it's tough to commit to that. And now, you know, the only reason, the only reason I was going to see it was just for, you know, zeitgeist reasons was to just sure. be able was to just be able to talk about it, and now everyone's done talking about it. So it's like I just feel like I'd be wasting three hours. Yeah, that was why I saw Deadpool. Like I didn't, I, you know, who cares? I I, I I I don't I don't care about Deadpool at all. Like I said, I I didn't grow up reading comic books really at all. No, me me neither. I I only really got into them, and this is kind of I guess the reason why I saw this movie, but. Uh, I, I liked Batman the animated series growing up. Yes, that was that was my thing. Yeah, I loved, I loved it. I loved, and so, I like, I've read a, a bunch of the Batman like graphic novels, and I've watched pretty much every Batman thing that they've ever put on film. I would say, um, yeah, except for Gotham. Sure. Gotham's for not sure. very good. I I watched like four episodes of Gotham and then bailed, dude. I, yeah, I, I could, same. I I couldn't I couldn't do it. I tried. Yeah, it's like, like, it's like Muppet Babies, but in Gotham City, it's the stupidest <laughs> thing in the world. I when uh when Catwoman showed up and she was literally a child, I was like, I, I'm uh, I'm I'm tapping out. I'm tapping out of this one. Yeah, like no, I, but to uh, as far as Deadpool's concerned, like I literally I saw that the Thursday it came out, uh, just because I was bored. Like I didn't have anything sure. to do, so me and my buddy went and saw it. And I have no affinity for Deadpool. 
uh, in general. And I am not like, if anything, I'm closer to not being a Ryan Reynolds fan. You know, I, I don't, that movie where where he was buried alive was good and you know, whatever I, I, he's been in stuff that I've enjoyed, but certainly not a fan by any measure. And I liked Deadpool. I liked it a lot. It, it it wasn't earth changing, but it was like money well spent, and I didn't feel like they they took my time. Or, yeah, or... it was it was perfectly fine. I I I thought it was a little too, um, all the things that I don't like when movies are like winking. About, oh yeah, like... I, I don't. They they did that. They almost did it too much. And yeah, maybe too too many times. I there. It was just like it was like watching kind of like a half-baked episode of like 30 rock or something sure just where there's just like it's just joke 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 quip quip pun 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 in it and you know that's all well and good and i and i laughed a handful of times but i don't think i don't think it was possible for me not to laugh at least a couple times just because of like the sheer tonnage of jokes that, that they crammed into you know 90 minutes or whatever it was yeah and i mean i think that's great i think you know that like it's a it is like 30 rock or it's like you know early the simpsons when they were like if we don't have a joke every eight seconds Mm -hmm. like everything's gonna fall apart for us and so it was just a barrage and like you know i obviously it didn't go off as well as 30 rock or the simpsons but it worked and it was it was a perfectly serviceable movie that had a, a you know nitpicky annoying things about it and this has been ryan and sean discuss a three-month-old movie <laughs> yeah hey let's talk about uh what what, what else should we talk about let's talk did, about did you see that movie the where the bear scene. bit leonardo dicaprio <laughs> it was crazy um let's talk about let's talk about iron man 3 <laughs> i did by the way see uh midnight special which is a new movie that just came out um, Jeff Nichols directed it. Oh know. yeah, the the guy that directed um Mud. Yes, Mud. Yeah, it and, was great. Drop everything and go see it. I yeah, loved I th- it. I thought Mud was awesome. I I haven't I haven't been to the theaters much lately. I've mm. been, been meaning to fix that. I can't can't actually can't remember the the last movie I saw in theaters. It's, it's been it's been a little bit too long because I, I, I go times I, last week. I I know I I go I go often. For the most part, but yeah, it's been a it's been a weird stretch. I, I haven't seen anything good. I haven't seen anything good recently. I rewatched Training Day last week because it was on Netflix. How is that? Does that I, hold up at all? It yes, doesn't feel like it. Yeah, really. it did. I was shocked. You, you know why I watched it was because I listened to Ethan Hawke's episode of of WTF, mm-hmm. and uh, I thought he was generally I thought he was generally interesting, and you know pretty thoughtful and it just you know i just figured oh yeah it's it's on it's on netflix he he, he spoke about it so so i i figured i figured i'll, I'll rewatch it yeah i i liked it and that's just a monster it's a monster performance by yeah, denzel sure. it sucks that that's what he got that, that that's what he got the oscar for because you know it, it you know it it wasn't a lifetime achievement award because he was great in it but and he also you know. had an like two other oscars at that point did he? Uh, well, he, he definitely did. got one for Glory. That was best supporting. Suppo- I, I, oh, okay, yeah. yeah. I guess he had, and I think he might have also gotten one for Philadelphia. Um, also in a support, which would have also been supporting. Yeah, is because Hanks Hanks won that year. He did. He was the lead actor. Yeah. So I, yeah, I mean, I I don't know. It was, like 
it's uh, it's certainly interesting to watch now, for sure. A movie about a movie about crooked cops. Oh sure, Black Lives Matter, all that. <laughs> yeah, let's do like a let's do like a five minute drive by on, you know, on uh, <laughs> on the state of police and race relations in in this. It's country. crazy. Let me tell you, folks. You know. I say blue lives matter. What do you guys think of that? We'll take your calls. Is that, that's going to be a joke on the next season of rest development. Oh God. It probably is. It's going to happen. Have they said when that's even going to happen? I hope it doesn't. Oh, a hundred percent. I hope it doesn't. doesn't. Unless, unless they figure out a way to get people in front of the camera at the same time, then I'm not, I'm not interested in that at all. Yeah. I, it was, I, watched season four in like a day and it was difficult i very very difficult right and and it's it was all structural problems because they couldn't get more than three goddamn people in the same place at the same time so of course of course it's going to be bad so if if they could fix that then i'd be down with it but man if, if it's more if it's more uh if if it's more green screen you know two person at a time stuff i I'm going to I'm going to pass on it. The the other problem with that was that that the, like the Netflix platform allowed them to go a lot longer than 22 minutes. Yeah, and, and that was boy, that did was, they not have enough that was bad. gas they, for that. They, they they did not need to do that. That's that's like a problem I I think with with uh or maybe not a problem but it it could become a problem with you know all these different ways of distributing stuff like it, it really encourages stuff to be over long. Yeah. Like this, like this podcast is way longer than it than it should be, right? <laughs> and it's because we have nobody saying like, "Hey, you guys are at forty five minutes, like stop talking." And it, but it's 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 the same deal with it's the same deal with with Netflix. Like, yeah, they're like, "Oh yeah, fine. You want to make you want to make uh, a Wet Hot American Summer prequel? That's great. You can you can take as much time as you want." And it, and not not to say that 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 wasn't good. Be, it was because great, it, actually. Yeah, because because it was very very good. But like. You gotta. It, it also you, very just as easily could have been awful. It could have just as easily been awful, and it just could have easily been like a tight, you know, eight episodes instead of however many it was. Yeah. Well, as as you said, we're running long here. This is like forty five minutes. That's fine. And I'm I'm worried that people have already turned it off. Like both <laughs> people that listen to it. If any if anybody listened in the first place. Yeah, I mean, I will. You will. That's it. Uh, yeah, so I guess this is the show that we yeah, do. That's it. And we'll try to do another one again in the near future. Yeah, I think I think uh, as we do a couple more of these, I'm sure there will be um, – we'll come up with a little bit of a better structure for it. And, oh, oh and, I don't know. And, and tighten it up. No, I, I, I think we can. I, I think we can – have like uh, re- recurring segments and and whatnot, or we could just keep rambling about you know Eric Carlson and Steph Curry and Weezer and you know. Let's, okay, you're <laughs> right. Let's have a Weezer segment every week. <laughs> I'm telling you, we'll just talk about one we, Weezer song. We, we need to. We'll do I, I would. I would. Episodes. I would absolutely do that. I would absolutely do a podcast for like for every Weezer album because I because I I could do it really easily. I 100% could not. I'd have a lot of, I'd have a, a ton of stuff to say about the first two and then a little bit of stuff to say about I'll the just Green do Album. It. I'll do it. I'll do it by myself and I will, uh, I'll use different voices and 
you know, I'll make up a co-host because I and feel one like, day you'll you too will get to uh, interview Rivers Cuomo, and you can lead off with what's going on. Like <laughs> seriously, it doesn't exist. <sighs> okay, that's it. Goodbye. <laughs>